All right, musty ass nigga. You Why are, is the you ready? like this? You ready? Who are you talking to? Are we you don't have an intern nigga? yet. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. This is your host with the most Chuka offer. Sitting with... um. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to tell the people who you are? Bro, that's the mustiest intro I've ever heard in my life. What's going on, y'all? It's Ezra Offer, co-host of the Off Space. How are y'all doing today? We're all doing good, dude. <laughs> Crowd reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, how's your past week been, dog? Let us know. Let us know. Uh, it's been pretty good, you know. Finally done with this beast called the semester. And I'm not going to lie. I want to go ahead and say something. I know you shouldn't talk on yourself that much, you know, be whatever. But I'm proud of my accomplishments, all right? I've made a turnaround as a student. And a lot of the people close to me uh, know this. But this is the first semester I've gotten all A's since my first semester coming into, like, university. So I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. I'm very happy how I've been able to buckle down and make make things pop off. And very soon, I know tomorrow, we're going to get to see some other people really close to us go ahead and graduate. So it's cool to see all these things come in full circle. Yeah, I low-key blew it this semester, but we won't even talk about it like that. Blew it, blew it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, we look at it. You hate to see it, Coach. <laughs> you hate to see it. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm on email my professor mode right now. You know it's bad when niggas email their professor at the end of the semester. Like, yo, Chief, I know you didn't see me as much as you was trying to see me this semester. You feel me? But... You know, I fuck with you. The thing is, you know, I, I ask, really I ask myself, do those even work? Because the professors have to get at least 50 of those a semester. So at this point, do those even work? Or are they like, they see them and they're like, oh, brother. Like, oh, this brother. Again. This stinker again. <laughs> this go. shit again. No, no, no. I got a, I got a backup plan. But, <clears throat> I mean, this past week has been straight for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to feel good again. Like, it's been so long since I've been able to call myself athletic, <laughs> to be honest. Just because I've always been athletic, even at my fattest and shit like that. That's just because the mentality's never gone. But now that I've started to crank out, you know, workouts and, you know, hoop every day, it's been a couple months, but I'm really feeling it. Young man's about to be the next black Superman, you know what I'm saying? I say that. Even though Superman is lame as shit. I don't oh, actually want to be Superman. I'm cool. But I just don't want y'all niggas to. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say what's on my mind, bro. I was trying to walk, tiptoe around and fuck Michael B. It's Jordan, been two bro. minutes and a fuck, half. Fuck Michael Wait, B. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, for everybody listening, these are the expressed opinions of Chuka Offer. Uh, these are not reflective of all cast members of The Off Space. Bro, I liked anime first, bro. Huh? Hey, you know what? <laughs> I fucked white girls before you, dude. Uh, actually, so you know, we're practicing a new intro stuff. <laughs> Why does everyone big up Michael B. Jordan? I look better than that nigga. Are you jealous? I am jealous. <laughs> That's my media spot. You know what I'm saying? The sweetheart that likes anime. Y'all were supposed to be corny on the internet once you learned I liked anime, not him. Hey, Chuka, I just want you to know you don't have to perpetuate these stereotypes that were ingrained into you. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can all have a room to succeed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really playing, y'all. But let's get back to the shit that matters. this week. That's the dumbest tangent ever. I don't know why I really just be hating for no reason. You know, man, I got to get the hair released from my heart. Michael B. Jordan, you're a cool dude, man. Hopefully one day we work together. You can't come on this podcast, yeah, though. And I'll put you on to good anime, because I know when you were talking about Dragon Ball Z and stuff, it's good beginnership, but we'll put you on to some good stuff. Bro, you know, you know that nigga's top three got fairy tale in it. I don't need to hear that. No, I don't believe sure. it. For sure. Impossible. Niggas like that, bro, that like anime, it'd never be actual. We're not even going to get into that. This nigga loved Death Note and Attack on Titan. Oh, bro. my God. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Those are good anime. It's just bottom tier that gets overhyped. But 
<clears throat> we'll get on to the heat checks for this week. Um, you like that transition? Transition gods, yes, sir. The heat checks for this week. My heat check is going to come from a tape that I was really anticipating. I know I'm going to sound like an old person, but um, Static Select and Bum B put out a collab project. And my song on this was Time Flies featuring Big Crit and Talib Kweli. And one, those are just all artists I'm happy to hear from. So I was just stoked on that. But two, Crit snapped, Bun snapped. But Talib's verse was, uh, Talib went stupid on this, so let me just go ahead and say he snapped, and he gave shouts out to a bunch of the dead, which I know is going to become a theme in hip-hop, which I don't, I'm not going to hate on or anything like that, give respects where respects due, but one thing that really warmed my heart was shouting out and giving the respect to Mac Miller on that verse too, that shit really, really made my soul happy. So one, it was already just a good joint in the first place, I would have everybody go check out, check out the ad album called Trill Static. Because, you know, Bun B, the Trill OG, Static Selecta, play on words. But that's going to be my heat check for this week. What's your... Uh, uh, before that, even, like, I noticed he said something I kind of want to say. First off, that was definitely beautiful, like, the whole Mac Miller reference and everything. But, like, it's not going to become a theme mentioning, like, you know, the dead now. Like, it's always... First off, that's something I'm so proud of for, like, rap and shit in general is always paying homage to, like, lost individuals. Whether that's, like, the system or, like, death or whatever, you know. So... I don't think it's going to be, like, any more popular now to do it than it was in the past. Hopefully, like, it doesn't turn into something corny like that, but... I hope it doesn't turn into something corny, but the only way reason I'm going to... Maybe maybe I won't be as... <clears throat> I won't be as pessimistic to say it is going to become a trend, but I could already slowly see the people using certain names for attention for because of the era we live in now though you have to remember yeah. this is an era where somebody which we're not going to glorify this per- i mean we don't even know her, this bitch's name but i mean like you wouldn't have seen somebody vandalizing a nipsey hustle memorial in 1990s when you couldn't pop off on like an instagram or something but then you see mm-hmm. a video of it going viral some white bitch like just up trying to everybody's trying to do the stupidest shit to get clout now clout is a drug and a disease so that shit has trickled into the fucking like okay. atmosphere of the industry i see too. what you mean into you know? all aspects rather than yeah, I get so I can see that. people being corny nowadays and just like even if they didn't care about some of these human beings just shouting them out so that that that's a name that's an instant buzz like a mac miller or a nipsey hustle in this day and age is going to get you a couple more plays mm-hmm. because of the fact that they've passed yeah and so that's what i mean not not in the general the people really giving respect because talib was somebody that i i could attest to the fact would be really giving respect mm-hmm. from what i've seen you know what i'm yeah. saying you know they work together so but <clears throat> yeah my heat check for the week is a song by the artist from the artist tj featuring jay critch and it's called ruthless i know you know on this podcast we like our new york artists i'm not even sure where tj's really from but shout out jay critch you know what i'm saying jay critch hood fame <laughs> no but tj was stupid and i feel like this is definitely a song for young people i could see like the 20 the 21 and unders really rocking with this heavy uh, especially going into like a season because it's one of those just of like i'm with it you know what i'm saying like it's a vibe type of music. So if you uh, haven't had the chance to listen to it, go ahead and check it out. And you already know how I feel about Jay Critch, so I gotta put the stamp on that one real quick. <laughs> but um, yeah, we know how you feel about New York, bro. <laughs> this nigga swear, bro. And it's funny because on, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and what, say dude? this. I'm Where just gonna I go ahead and say no, fuck you, nigga. I'm gonna go ahead and say this before I had the Bun B heat check. Which don't get me wrong, I'm happy I chose the Bun B one. I chose that out of my own fruition. But it was gonna be Styles P. 
And then I even made a joke about, haha, this is going to be my first New York song in a little while. So you got to get over the fact that you think I have a New York bias. And this nigga had the audacity to look me in the eyes and say, bro, I know you've been ducking New York. So it seems a little, so it seems like you don't have a bias. But trust me, I remember. This man's trying to stop the narrative. Guys, hey, whenever you know you want to interact with us on social media, let's keep this shit alive. Let's keep these jokes going. (laughs) I don't have a fucking New York bias. There's just a lot of good music that comes out of New York. But. Anyways, moving on to the first point of pertinent news we have this week. Um, the actor Peter Mayhew passed away. So we're going to give a... Bro, so why are you laughing at this nigga? Wait, you can't no, say no, that. No, no, no. You can't say that. You're a dick. You can't this say that. This just passed away and you're sitting here laughing. You can't R. say R. that. R.I.P. to Peter Mayhew. If you don't know who he is, he was the star that played Chewbacca in the Star Wars movies. You know, Loving Chewbacca, memory, man. Chewbacca being one of the most prominent, most noticeable characters from that series, you know. So we're going to give an RIP. My condolences go out to him, his family, and anybody even close to this actor because he is a legend in his own right. Mm-hmm. So RIP to, RIP to Peter Mayhew. In terms of popularity, wasn't he literally like one of the most popular characters too? Yeah, for sure. Like it was like him, R2-D2. It's a and weird issue. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody fucked with Chewbacca. But <clears throat> this did come to my attention as something that I ha- I did have to go ahead and make note of this week because in the very 97% plus white areas that we've lived in for most of our lives um, people find a way to fuck up the name Chuka and I haven't been able to escape the Chewbacca comparisons for 20 plus years of my life so I mean Chewbacca has become someone close and near and dear to me at this point just because I hear I heard that shit so fucking often growing up just like <laughs> Chuka Chewbacca <laughs> Has anybody ever walked up and like roared at you? Bro, I've had niggas make the Chewbacca noises at me, bro, when I was younger. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's keep corny. It, keep it a whole beat. That's very so, corny. You know what? Since the actor passed away, I'm gonna definitely use our platform to give a shout out to the man, to the god, Peter Mayhew. You know what I'm saying? You heard? R.I.P. So, for real. And so, speaking of Peter Mayhew and Chewbacca, I don't know how this twists into some of the wild shit that I've seen this week, but we're gonna go ahead and work we're gonna we gonna get good at these transitions one day i promise you i promise you is this the first step into the yike segment the yikers island oh but jesus christ this nigga this nigga really want to make yikers island i'm just saying after we pop off with the kind of stories that we're going to tell you might have to go ahead and make this a segment because be ready ladies and gents you're gonna be confused all right the first really confusing thing that happened this week was um one of my friends was over at the apartment, you know, chilling with me and my roommate. And he just, like, dead serious. Like, we weren't talking about hip-hop. We weren't talking about rappers. We weren't talking about anything having to do with music. I, I believe, like, my roommate DJ was playing FIFA or some shit. And Bobby, which is my the friend of mine that was over, he was talking about how DJ, like, had it set on, like, 20-minute halves or some crazy shit. Or Bobby said it. I don't know. But anyways randomly out of Bobby's mouth he looked at us straight in the eyes like dead serious straight face and he said bruh you know what I hope one day Gorilla Zoe gets the respect he deserves like he is really slept on and I'm not gonna lie to you that was the most confusing shit I've heard in my life cause 
Gorilla Zoe, as we as we all may know, or some of y'all may have forgotten his name at this moment, which I give all respects and help success on all of my people. So I hope this doesn't sound like hate. It's just genuinely like when people say something like a slept on, usually you mention people that have retained relevance, you know what I'm saying? At least to a degree of like a national standing. Gorilla Zoe after hood figure or hood nigga, if you like explicit version, which of course we're grown ups, we like explicit songs around here. It's just I hope white people would say hood figure. But anyways, like that's a shot in the dark. Yeah, that's definitely a shot in the dark. That's not fucking happening. You know his concerts were probably ninety seven percent white people. Hood nigga, I can't keep it out of pound. Debate every lyric, does not care, saying whatever. But it's like that was not the name I expected to hear when he said slept on. So that was one. So first off. You know, maybe a different demographic. I would understand, you know, like maybe the 30s range or some shit. They'd be like. Or some niggas. Or, you know, like, exactly. Like, I'll say some late. Because I, mean, I searched his name late. and I'll just say he released a tape in February 2019. So he's still making music. Yeah, so no, I, I, I get that. But where was the fame for that music? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people our age really take that and eat it up. Like, and no disrespect, but when you told me, like, what he told you, I was confused. Because I had to go do research to remember who he was. That's what happened. And it's like, no disrespect to you, but you're just making blatant statements. So I'm just thinking that was more of a relatable thing, you know? We're trying to drive dialogue. Like, 20-minute halves and FIFA's, not a lot's going on. This man's trying to, you know, insert some shit, I'm assuming. <laughs> just trying to keep it rolling. Like, I, no, at that point, I just believe, since Bobby does say some wild shit, I really feel like he was just saying some wild shit to say it. Like, like does he really believe that? But he really did. Like, he was so serious when he was speaking on it, though. Like, this man was like, really, Gorilla Zobi going crazy, bro. And I'm like, what? Did you ask him to name three songs? I should have. I should have. Because he couldn't. Like, I know he couldn't. DJ named Echo. I named Hood Nigga. That was two already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have to hit my Googles for more than that. Wait, we're going to give DJ an award for that one real quick for being able to name that song. Shout out if you're listening. You did it, mate. That's funny as fuck. But then another thing happened to me this week, and I'm going to hit a disclaimer here because I hate putting people with business out here, especially because this is somebody that follows me on social media and I follow them too. It's a very sweet girl that happens to be taken advantage of a lot, it seems like, and things never seem to go her way. So we're going to talk on this in a learning experience and a disclaimer to her, like obviously. Yeah, I'm not going to say any names or anything like that, but she's a very, very sweet girl that I hope things turn out for the best. But bro, I remember last year she went on like a trip to New Orleans or some shit just to like visit some nigga like on some like fly out Twitter shit like that happens to the best of us like I'm, I'm not even gonna go into my experiences there no 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 we're gonna scare it that one but <laughs> um she went to visit this dude and she ended up having a good old time she was tweeting about this shit bruh I'm telling you like this shit happened late 2018 it is May now and I heard about that shit on Twitter every single fucking day since till till May. You know what I'm saying? Like she would either mention this nigga's name or like I could even shout out this nigga's at at this point because I've seen it so fucking much and I didn't even follow this nigga, right? But I was like, all right, cool. You know, she found her little love. Like it could be one of those things where you see like a met on Twitter. Like it was, it started from a DM. You know what I'm saying? You see a nigga is married and shit now. So I was just happy for her. I was like, all right, people, you know, get your happiness on. Cool. And then, <laughs> bro, I, I don't need to laugh. I'm sorry. Because these can only go one of two ways. And so she apparently, like, it was the end of 2018 when this happened, and she instantly booked her trip for May to come back and visit this nigga, right? She booked two weeks, like, blah, blah. She's been talking about how she's excited. Her trip's coming up. Cool. <clears throat> so she posted, like, a thirst trap or whatever, like, a week ago. And then she tweeted, it was, like, at Drake or something. And then she tweeted, haha, JK at blah 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 is my love and all this shit cool 
And apparently this nigga just didn't reply to the shit, right? And then the next, within the next, like, hour or two, she was tweeting about, so does anyone want to hang out when I come to New Orleans this year? And I'm like, bruh, that's why you can't put faith and stock into random people, bro. I've seen this happen so many times on Twitter and social media and shit like that, bro. When niggas will just take the, Jesus, take the wheel, like leap of faith and just go across the country. You know, she's from Canada, bro. So she's really going across country borders. You know what I'm saying? Almost to the other country border, like that far south, Mm -hmm. to hang out with somebody that she hung, that she let be once on vacation. The instant book New Orleans. I didn't even think about it like that. That's wild. That's nuts. Like, you know, but I feel like people like that, though, because she has a type of courage that not many human beings have. So let's go ahead and let's plug some good stuff here, you know? Before we go ahead and talk on the neck, let's plug some good. She's the type of person that could run for president, you know what I'm saying? She might not win. She's the type of person that could definitely run for president. Bro, you're trying to compare this person. (laughs) (laughs) She's got balls. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you put yourself in that situation is you got some big balls. Gotta have some gusto. At least one thing I will notice, because she do do be talking about her bread. At least I hope that she's not like the girls that do this and then expect like the nigga to put them up. You know what I'm saying? Like put them in a hotel or put them in a room. Like they'd be flying to a whole nother state and then the nigga don't Mm -hmm. fuck with them and then they don't have enough money to A, fly back or B, they don't have any place to stay. You're just like, bro. That sounds sounds eerily familiar. You're a stop. But anyways, (laughs) how do you come to another state without a backup plan? First off, if you come to another state without a backup plan, you got ulterior motives, just plain and simple. No one's no one's that crazy in love. You know what I'm saying? That's rogue. Like, cause that should really be killing me. Like when we look on Twitter and we see people that really went coast to coast, and they're like, "I have thirty dollars in my account." Like this nigga just left me on the side of the road, and I'm going to meet up with the love of my life. It's like, no, baby girl, you you left. I don't even like to go out on the weekends when I have like thirty dollars in my bank account. You know what I'm saying? I might not be able to afford that surge Uber back home if I'm not having fun. You went to a whole other state. (laughs) You gotta gotta ask yourself what's going on in life. It's really on some like Michael Jackson, We Are the World type shit. Like when you're down and out, and there seems no hope at all. Like what are you doing? Like what is you doing, baby? Like that is nuts. So we're just gonna use this as an educational learning experience for hopefully the people that are listening. One, never, ever, ever leave the confines of where you are comfortable. If Whether that means going to a different county or a different city. Fuck it. We're on New Orleans. You're different parish. You know what I'm saying? Like a different state. Like a different country. Whatever. Never leave the confines of where you are comfortable for another human being without A, a backup plan. B, money in your pocket just in case things go wrong for said backup plan. And or C, this is the most important one to me at least full faith and trust in this person Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because a leap of faith is cool to take Mm -hmm. but if you don't even like really really know this person it's not a smart decision and you instantly book the two-week trip six months in advance like at least it's a cool city though at least i'll give it to her that like she's good food she gets to come back for some good food you already we know how new orleans is like i mean like seafood going crazy seafood going stupid like i mean and you know and fourth if all else fails at least make sure you got some self-defense training. Because you never know if you're running into a serial oh. killer. That's first and foremost. Oh, you never no. know what you're doing. Ignore the three rules that I set because those are three rules you should have. Rule number one, the golden rule should be... One, I hate women... I hate, like, 
when my women get see I know that almost sounded bad but we hopping right back on some feminist shit cause you know I'm a feminist nigga yes sir I hate when my women my queens go out of their way and biologically it sucks that men are the stronger ones but it's like y'all should always have protection I would never leave the house without protection like for real and if you don't believe in guns and shit like that nature that's cool at least carry some pepper spray or like or go literally like I know it's weird or always keep a location shared with one of your friends and or family and loved ones always take that precaution and or like it may sound crazy like I was gonna say take self defense classes like for real like Like, legitimately go get learn martial arts go learn what you have to do and I mean legitimately just go get those hands certified because if you're flying to another place no matter how much you trust those individuals or not weird stuff happens where you can get baited and even by the most like trusting of individuals so first and foremost we're in the biggest epi- self- epidemic of fucking sex trafficking mm-hmm. and shit like that like you cannot trust a soul right now unless you really know that person so your self-preservation has to be of the utmost importance to you when you're making these kind of excursions especially I mean, for our when ladies. you got all four of those handled you know you're flying out on some Bruce Wayne shit you got your bread you got your money you got everything that you need go enjoy yourself then be on some boss bitch shit cause like, you really might find that the Twitter love of your life be posting those pictures like four months later you know like and you know, if that nigga dub you guess what <laughs> walk down canal street baby you know what i'm saying like go get you some good food new orleans is a fun it's a place party. it's, it's a, a party, party. every it's a day party. if you like drinking if you don't like drinking there's some five sightseeing there's um what's that one show that um that the tv show yeah i just said that one tv show sorry that, that is very, very that is so bro. vague it's crazy but i know it's not the walk there's dead. one of the there's one of those houses from this really big show that i'm gonna forget and it's gonna american horror story one oh, of the okay. one season that was filmed in new orleans that house is beautiful if you're into shit like that me and my girl went and saw it there's dope museums there's so much cool shit in new orleans you won't you'll have fun but that's off on a tangent let's get into some sports i guess fuck it like we have a lot of sports this time and we are going to talk about game of thrones at the end once again i would like to give a precautionary like kind of we're going to scream spoiler we're going to do all of this to kind of make sure that you don't get anything spoiled for you before game of thrones though and we are going to say spoiler with this as well we are going to talk about the spider-man trailer that just came out because that movie looks crazy and there are endgame spoilers in that. So we will warn you guys once we get there, but we are not Even there more yet. spoilers, yeah. But just wanted to give a precaution. And just to let the people waiting know, we will talk about these shits, nigga, mm-hmm. of course. But, um, yeah. So, Messi is the greatest soccer player of all time. And we've been saying this That's for a while. That's a weird transition to make. I'm not gonna lie, that is a very weird I, transition. I promise you guys, one day we will be good at transitions. Like, <laughs> I promise, like, just stick with us. Like, it's going to happen. So, no spoilers. <laughs> Messi's the greatest ever do this shit. So, like, <laughs> Messi's uh, the greatest ever do this shit. Wasn't it versus, um, it was versus Liverpool? Versus Liverpool in the first game of their Champions League run, like, before the. So, they were already ahead in the, on yeah. aggregate. I will say it's already over, and I hate to be that person, but Mo Salah is injured right now. He had to be carted off the field, so I mean. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he, that was wild. recent. You know, yeah. On some concussion shit. He's not going to be back. You don't have to be real with yourself. Legitimately. Like, I know, personally, within the last year, I've been wanting to get back into soccer and been wanting to watch more. 
because you know I, me and um, my brother used to play a lot and it became something I was heavily invested into and then you know one day I'll tell the story but some weird shit happened to where I kind of just fell off with this sport and just grew a, a big distaste for let's just but let I me can't... just go ahead and tell the viewers before we get into that because we're not going to get into the story now but when he says weird shit he means weird shit because this nigga had the weirdest transition I've ever seen from soccer to like other sports like oh, this yeah. nigga played lacrosse and tennis <laughs> like he went out of his way to ditch soccer he was like nah I'm out of here I'm not gonna lie and looking back it was definitely on some childhood i think i got scarred for a little bit and i just didn't want to re- relive that trauma like no bullshit but and i um, also want our viewers to let us know if you want us to continue soccer segments because there is going to be some good football going around the world for the next few weeks so that's definitely something we'd be happy to talk about mm-hmm and we know that people like our playoffs talk. So, I mean, if y'all want us to include some soccer stuff. Because basketball's got to end eventually. I know, Sadly. Right? And, uh, you know, we we will find it. a sport to talk about. Even <laughs> if it's going to be us ironically talking about some water polo or some rugby hey, or some shit. First off. We are not talking about baseball on this fucking podcast. <laughs> big tangents, but I was watching some obscure sports like Olympics highlights, and I don't, don't care about archery. I don't care first. if you're talking about equestrian. <laughs> there are certain levels of athletes that you could talk about in any variety of sports. So that, I'm all for that shit. We could talk about that javelin talk eventually, but yeah. So before baseball, because I'm, once again, like we're not gonna have no baseball conversations here. Sorry, Casey, love you to death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but baseball is just not the sport that we're about to get into on the off space. Yeah, I know. I'm not. That's not for me. But all I know is Clayton Kershaw is a dog, and that's it. Like, and I want that jersey one day. But yeah, so knowing that I wanted to get back into soccer and wanted to start following the scene, because again. I was really big into it, was knowing all the players, knowing what's going on, watching the games, keeping up with the different leagues. Like, this isn't on some NBA-type stuff. This is on, uh, again, soccer, if you're not familiar with many leagues all over different nations, because hence, it's the biggest sport in the world. But yeah, trying to get back into it, I remember I saw a random advertisement for the Barcelona and Liverpool game coming up uh, that happened on Wednesday. And so, looking at that, I was like, yeah... uh, Liverpool, the team that kind of got me into soccer or like get, got me big into it with you know the Fernando Torres days going against a Messi on and Barcelona, I have to see this is the game that I get back into it. And so watching the game, I was able to start watching about like the second half, and it seemed like Liverpool was kind of like controlling the pace of the game and they were doing good. But in the back of my head, anytime I'm watching a, a soccer game, especially with an individual like Messi in it, it's almost crazy to imagine for the fact that. Players aren't that likely to score, you know, one game, let alone within the span, like every game type of thing. But every game I watch with Messi in it, I have in the back of my head, like, okay, so when is he going to pop off? And that game... He's one of those few players that's like the anything can happen player. Exactly. Like there's... Because we grew up in... And I won't go too far down this tangent in on soccer, but it's like... Us growing up watching it, and don't get me wrong, maybe it's still going on, but we're just not as into it as we used to be, which we're, I'm trying to fix that and get back into watching football as much as I can, but we really, really grew up in the anything can happen era, and when I say that, it's like there were so many games we watched, whether it be Champions League or Premier League games, like mm-hmm. whatever, like La Liga, and it was literally like, I watched so many um, stoppage time goals to send it into OT. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To send it into penalties, like to win the game. Like crazy. You know, you and never knew all that. And happened. a lot of those players were like the fucking Messi, like the Ronaldo back then. Mm-hmm. Watching like a RIP to this nigga, but like a Fernando Torres. RIP. First off, nah, nah, we're not about to disrespect Fernando Torres because I'm gonna be honest. He's made not the greatest comeback, obviously, but he's made a comeback in his career. 
he was able to play out games for notable clubs after you know his downfall. He still scored in big moments moving forward. Obviously, he's not the same Fernando Torres, but you're not about to disrespect and talk about R.I.P. I could definitely R.I.P. a nigga that was in the conversation with Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo and is now a fucking care, figure that is only known by us that watch the Golden Era. Not no, by sir. anyone fucking else. No one on this planet knows who the fuck Fernando Torres is anymore. No, sir. Are you serious? No, sir. That's a fall-off. R.I.P. <laughs> Fernando Torres. Anyway, we're going to live and breathe look at it like, that's so trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you run into him on the streets like, yeah, we just talked about you in our last podcast. Your career's gone to garbage. <laughs> Yeah, it has. That is true. Well, no shit, but like, it's rough. But anyway, yeah. So watching this nigga these... only sad because Torres was his favorite player. For sure. Oh my goodness. El Nino. El Nino. I really thought, man. If there's two players again in respect to sports, and I know we keep on breaking off into crazy tangents, I'm gonna finish with my point. It's eventually. a light week. If y'all haven't but, been able to notice yet. <laughs> if there's two players that I really do dedicate most of how I was inspired in their respective sports and kind of you know based my game around it was Dwayne Wade and Fernando Torres so you guys I guess if you've listened to the prior podcast know what like to what degree I hold Dwayne Wade in soccer world and I played soccer every day for like a year's period that Fernando Torres was that person for me so but that aside again watching this game knowing that even Liverpool's controlling it and it seems like you know Barcelona was up 1-0 whatever like it was crazy seeing someone like Messi pop off and seem like they could have had a hat trick at many moments in it. I know he had two, but he definitely seemed like if he didn't like give the, decide to make that final pass to somebody else who would just like blow it and whatnot, and decided to like see if he can make another one happen, he definitely could have pulled the hat trick out. So especially with that fucking like that's the craziest thing too, because as soon as the as soon as the architects retired, which I call them the architects, but everyone remembers the fucking Xavi Iniesta fucking midfield that was helping Messi for the longest. Like obviously Messi's in. nice, but that's the core but of Barcelona. Th- those were those two and Puyol, which is my favorite defender ever and someone that I emulated the game. Like there's a lot of players off of those teams that we won't go into too much detail about now that earned our respect. But back in that era the architects would set Messi up and that's why he would score as much as he did. But now, Messi is the one that's leading the league, well, one of the leaders in the league, if not the one leading the league in assists and goals. You know what I'm saying? It's like he took the position as architect once he saw the two legends go because he had to. He was in a point mm-hmm. where he they got a swore as someone that's a monster front and they were like, all right, Who's going to set him up? A lot of the times, it'd be Messi. You know what I'm saying? The one that we know is the greatest ever. I saw Suarez butcher a kind of like what I would think was an easy attempt for him. And when I saw something like that, I was like, damn, this would not have happened back when I was watching like this team play. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I like. Very trust, different times. I, we're going to go into the goal, our favorite age of soccer in a second a little bit, but we'll round up this Liverpool game. All I got to say about this Liverpool game is that fucking free kick. That free kick was ridiculous. That free kick was dumb nasty because if you I mean if you pay attention to soccer or you listen to people talk about it all you've probably heard the term top bins you've probably heard the term uh, upper 90 like whatever like those are kind of like the Kobe moment where people shoot a, uh, anything into a trash can and yell out Kobe like an upper 90 is such a particular goal that a lot of people call an upper 90 goal just because of course it is in the upper 90 but it just like it it isn't to the purest essence right mm-hmm. but Messi's that was as top left as it could fucking be that was as top left as it could fucking be without if it was up a millimeter it would have hit the bar you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that was a perfect fucking strike and 
it was very beautiful to watch. Like on very, the set very piece, like off the set piece, like come on oh, now. Man. That was honestly the nicest goal I've seen since the World Cup, and that's I'm never gonna downplay the Frenchman, and I'm sorry that I always forget his name, but the young white Frenchman that hit that that fucking kick off of the cross. Oh, was it a bad cross or it was coming fast? It was coming with pace, and he hit the nicest goal I think I've seen in the last five five six years. Uh, so I'm, I'm not gonna pretend to act like I remember his name, but I know what you're talking about. So that one was nuts. But so we'll go into the only reason we wanted to transition a little bit into the Golden Age is because of Iker Casillas. Within the last week or two, we heard that he had a heart attack, and I'm giving out all of my respects and prayers to this man, and really just wishing him a speedy recovery and he gets back on the pitch soon. I believe, and this could be very, very false information because we're not as well versed as we used to be, but I believe he is the keeper for Porto now, and <clears throat> Iker Casillas was the keeper for Real Madrid. He was the keeper for Real Madrid back in the day when it was the Real Madrid Messi, Real Madrid versus Messi whole thing, yeah. like Ronaldo, and um, Victor Valdez was the keeper for Barcelona at the time, and it was just a very fun period to watch. Because well, first off, those teams were essentially Golden State. <laughs> Like, you know, it was like, crazy to see teams like that even exist. And it's just, like, the way they were built, like, you see stars come in and out. Like, I mean, on the very, very tail end, you saw, like, a Neymar come in and out. Mm-hmm. Once again, a huge name. You saw Ronaldinho at the start of it, you know, in and out. Like, you mm-hmm. see, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are players, you see, and Messi's here to stay. And then you saw a fucking, um, you see a fucking... Zlatan on the team for a year or two. What, the, big, that, the biggest names in football balancing off of these teams. It's literally like a fucking Golden State. And it's funny, though, because the period Zlatan was on, and I know I'm a little biased with Zlatan because he's my favorite player in history probably at this point. Like, I know he's my favorite player current, but he may be my favorite player in history at this point. The only people that I've had held as high of a regard as Zidane and... Um, Ronaldo Lima, the Brazilian mm-hmm. Ronaldo, but and Ronaldinho. I was a big Ronaldinho person at a point. Um, Messi has always been. I'm not. I'm not naive though. I've always clearly called Messi the greatest to ever do it because he's just doing things that are unstoppable. It's just he was never really my favorite player. He was always mm-hmm. one of my top players to watch. Don't get me wrong, but he was never like the one for me. Mm-hmm. But like, anyways, the Zlatan era, the 09 pink away. Barcelona jerseys if I could ever get one of those I would cry like really shed tears of joy because that is my favorite football jersey in history still to this day uh-huh. to this day I've been trying to get one of those for so long I just can't fucking find one they're really the hardest shits to find but anyways I'm wishing a speedy recovery on Iker no that was uh, definitely tough to even hear about because I like and again I know we I've been so far removed from like the whole scene and everything going on when uh I heard the news it instantly took me took me back because I'm like, what the hell is this even possible? I started running this man's age in my head. I started like fucking all the numbers. I was like, is, like, is he all right? What's going on? And I don't know. I don't. It's tough to hear, but I saw that he was definitely. They said about to be discharged because he's making like a full recovery and everything, and he's gonna be all right. But so you know, prayers up for him, especially moving forward, because I know these kind of instances are definitely like life reevaluating because you have to ch- decide like what's the most important things to you moving forward and how you're going to live your life because you never know again like when these things can happen even if you try and prevent them and whatnot so uh again prayers up to him and his family and i hope you know he gets to finish off this career and does it in style but who knows that'd be the sickest shit ever 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? If Iker Casillas, like someone that we used to, he used to be looked at as like a boss. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a, one of the final bosses because he played for one of the final boss teams. Like back then, it was a fucking. I mean, obviously, it's the same. Kind Arguably, of one of the best keepers in the in the world at his time. Yeah, he was one of the people in the best keeper conversation at that time. Really, the one the the iron wall, which anybody who makes their fucking you know eleven all time is gonna use this player's name. But Buffon has been the best keeper in the world most of his career. Yeah. So that's that's a hard name to beat though. When historically there's three generations of players that will choose him for their mm-hmm. their top eleven career. You know I guess you could talk about things, but it was like <laughs> but that those, period. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the years when Dwayne Wade was like scoring leaders in the NBA. You know what I mean? And like obviously. If you're taking an all-time shooting guard, you're taking, like, Kobe. Like, you know, and they were playing at the same time, but it's like, be real. For that year, he had that at certain aspect, you know what I mean? And he was killing this shit. And I won't take that away from him. I agree wholeheartedly, so... I was definitely just one of those dudes, though, that, in the strong argument for keepers, I was throwing Casillas out there a lot. (laughs) No, I just... I just too many of the people that I respected, and it's funny. I had a though, dumb Spanish bias though because of Fernando Torres too. Like it ran deep. And there's too many people that I res- that I just call my forever greats that I probably put on my eleven all time that just swore by Buffon and just watching his games. I knew I picked up Buffon quick as just like a, mm-hmm. that's obvious. The only person that's come up and looked like their legacy was gonna even compare at one point was how Noor came in. Yeah, but then even then. It seems like that's probably not as true as people were thinking because he had some of those unstoppable years. He had like a shaky one or two, but he's still a fantastic keeper. Don't get me wrong. Keepers can play till they're like 40, mm-hmm. you know, so he yeah. has time. He has longevity but, in this game. But anyways, um, I moving guess, forward. Moving forward. You know what? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry because I wanted to speak about something for a second. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to speak <laughs> about something say, for a second, bro. Dog. I'm not even actually going to go down that route, actually, right now. I just thought about it. I'm really going to get in trouble. I love my queen if she listens to this podcast. Wait, what the fuck? Yo, every week? Bro, I was going to talk about some sexual shit. Every fucking week. I don't know week. if Madeline is trying to have me fucking put the details of our sex life out on fucking... But it's funny Wait, shit. Wait, how did you get there from soccer? I don't know how Where I Where are the there. transitions? <laughs> I'm trying to piece this in my head, and it's just not making sense. Bro, I have ADD, bro. My brain's stupid, bro. I'd be bouncing like a motherfucker. It's like some pink pong shit like i really just started thinking about the last time we had sex which just so happened to be yesterday and then i was thinking about something that happened during it and i was like oh damn that's funny as fuck but that should be tragic niggas really go through it don't they (laughs) (laughs) all right fuck it you know what i love you queen but anyways no, I'm not even going to do that. I, it's not even like, once the podcast pop a little bit, you know what, the risk versus reward, <laughs> getting, getting in trouble hey, with my queen so is once, you know, high. once we get this pot to 500 views, 20 likes or something, you know what I'm saying, we'll go ahead and drop all the juicy secrets. Are we going to be like the fucking YouTubers? We're going to be like, the next time y'all do this, get us to 1,000 likes. Hey, smash the like button. I'm smash gonna, the motherfucking like button. I'm going to see if we can get this speaking of, speaking of YouTube and my queen, though, her and her roommate, which actually happens to be a good friend of mine, too. His name is Jake. Um, his YouTube is Jake Jones. She's the editor for his YouTube. They just did their release. They had a little um, rollout that they did for a few weeks, and then they ended up um, having their big release on May 2nd. If you guys would like, I would go say, if you're into like 
funny vlog type YouTubers. I know a lot of people that I speak to, at least, you know, like that are on the same vein as me, only use YouTube for like interviews or for m occasional music, like oh, small like, shit YouTube's sometimes. YouTube's expansive. But YouTube's very expansive. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't want to put them in a box because they just started A and I know they want to do a lot of different stuff. Her editing's fantastic and Jake's personality is great. You know, like definitely somebody that deserves to be in front of a camera. So I would say go check them out if you're once again into like kind of like the vlog style YouTubes. Like I, their Coachella video, I believe he goes around like interviewing certain people, mm -hmm. just like asking some questions. And then there's another video about him getting his first tattoo. So if that sounds like something you're into, once again, go to YouTube.com and check out Jake Jones with a Z. But back to our regular schedule programming <laughs> again we are non-sponsored non oh we're not sponsored video. at all that's just out of love just because yeah. there are two people that i really fuck with obviously the person i'm dating and jake's just such a pure soul like yeah like, no for sure so i mean like so anybody who is listening that might want to sponsor the off space uh... <laughs> i'd love for people to sponsor us granted that's what i've always wanted to make a platform for though and I know this is another tangent once again, but I've, Shouts al out to been I've always been creators in a smaller sense. Yeah, I've always wanted to make a platform just so that if my platform ever blew up, that everybody that I know is dope, that I could shout them out and maybe help them a little bit. No, that'd be that. awesome. Like I know so many artists and of every degree, whether it be painters, fucking actual recording artists, graphic designers, um, photographers, yada yada, the list continues, you know. And so what? Their um, shit fi. Their shit is really fi, and I wish more people got to view it. And so what they tried to fake act like one AM was gonna be. <laughs> this is the space. This ain't no one AM vibes. You feel me, bro? First things first. No is my ass not that big, bro, and I'm not a girl, <laughs> so I really couldn't go around. They really tried to fake like that was gonna be the platform, bro. No one. I'm not even gonna say that bitch's name on this platform because I really don't want to give her shine. But bro, after like two seconds, real niggas smoke screen cleared when it came to that one. You know what I'm saying? We instantly I'm, saw what she was really I'll, trying to do. I'll be the platform. first to admit it. I saw the pool party videos from that summer in the pictures, and I was fooled just like everybody else for a good month. Bro, what? That was, she was one of the first people to hit you with the angles, too. Because that was when the internet didn't get privy to the angles that she was putting up. You know what I'm saying? Her shit looked like she really had the wagon dragon. Like, the wagon dragon behind. Oh, and like, my goodness, <laughs> the wagon dragon. <laughs> now, and, any of y'all who are confused, because we're never going to mention names of people we don't support, uh, I want you to know exactly that. So if you want to figure out who we're talking about, go ahead and, you know... Be Inspector Gadget or Bruce Wayne or Sherlock Holmes between the by lines. yourselves and figure it out. But we're never going give, to give any type of coin or mention to people that we don't support. And her name might rhyme with Best Fools, but that's the only cool <laughs> clue that I'm going to give you guys. But anyway. Best Fools, I like that. Because <laughs> she is one of the best fools on the internet. That bitch Eer. dumb as hell. And she's actually stupid. Like, she's not, like, kind of stupid. She's actually stupid. She got in trouble for some cultural appropriation shit. And her friend that's a content creator, like a designer, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. which her friend is is dumb too like niggas that try to perpetuate and allow shit like this mm -hmm. but gave her a shirt that said nigga please or and something or something yes okay. and she tweeted the shirt said is this am i allowed to wear a shirt like this haha <laughs> tee -hee. She I'm white. and the defense might have been valid to an extent but at the same time it's like you don't understand you got to understand like what else is going on in this plane you know what i mean so i mean that aside though speaking of stupid individuals i don't want to not stupid individuals I want to say best fools because I don't think this is a stupid individual. I think this is someone that made an honest mistake or more than likely because of how dumb or how bad like the situation was that he got caught up in. I want to go ahead and uh, give a mention to D'Angelo Russell with his 
Most recent, oh the back. Oh my goodness, the D-Lo shit, bro. I First wish- off, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, I want to go ahead and give a background, because some people might not know what's going on, because this is, like, very niche shit. And we are going to talk yeah. about the playoffs after this, so yeah. it's a good little transition. Look at this, man. First off, I'm He's thinking, running the transition, because I'm you know obviously ass. But so, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, he got caught uh, trying to board an airport and got caught by hold airport on, security. D'Angelo Russell... Um, Third or fourth year star on the fourth year star on the, the Brooklyn Nets. First he time all star. First time all star this year. Finally making a name after coming back from the whole like Swaggy P Iggy Azalea drama, talking kind of like sn- the whole snitch controversy that yeah, was going on. Because he, if you guys don't remember that situation, he like let basically Iggy Azalea know that um, Swaggy P was cheating on her. So I mean, recorded don't get, it. Don't get me wrong. Like I guess he tried to do a noble thing, but at the end of the day, bro, and something that. I know he had to learn the hard way from how the internet reacted on top of what people should just know in general. And I'm sorry if y'all don't agree with me, then please debate me in real life about this. I'd love to have an argument about, with you or I'd love to have a dialogue with you. But there are just certain situations that you got to mind your business because a lot of the times you swear you're doing something noble. You swear you're just trying to help people out and they don't be listening to you like they don't really like want to hear what you got to say and these people end up mad at you instead you know what i'm saying and so anyways back to this current situation with him he was boarding a plane and he had one of those fucking little arizona containers that niggas have that trick was it wasn't an arizona container it's one of those hollowed out joints that niggas use to like carry weed just to be like (laughs) you guys think it's an arizona crack open there's tree in here and he thought he was gonna get through airport security like that one and the thing is was there was actually weed in it like it wasn't just the (laughs) container it was it was the facade of the container was still trying to smuggle drugs into an airport as an NBA player when you're not even supposed to be using those substances. So there's just a whole mess going on here. And the worst part about it to me wasn't even the fact that he tried to get treated through because at the end of the day bro most pro athletes smoke mm-hmm. and i can't wait till the future when it's finally legalized and accepted to the point that people finally people finally start being truthful and talking about it in the media because a lot of ex-nfl players have started doing that like once they've retired just being like yeah i smoked all my career like blah blah blah, blah. like most players do it like whatever type of shit but i can't wait till it's finally more commonplace that people know about this stuff but like D'Lo, he fucking needs to realize as someone that consistently flies, bro, they don't be letting you have liquids on the shit in the first place unless it's unless it's like under three ounces or however small that bitch is. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he tried to get a whole Arizona container on there, fuck the fact that it had weed. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be looking at me crazy with my water bottle that I'm half finished and obviously going to finish before I get through tea. It's like, are you going to get rid of that? Like, oh, bro pour it out you know you can't pass this point nigga the plane don't board for another hour you know what i'm saying i'm I'm nigga thirsty pour it out they be mad as hell at you (laughs) and he thought oh i'm an nba player they ain't gonna say shit (laughs) i smell like loud and got an Uh arizona (laughs) this man really thought that was him Uh (laughs) uh-huh i'm about to board through this thing easy like that shit is crazy like it's almost so idiotic to me that i want to pose the question like could he have gotten set up by friends? Could someone have given him an Arizona and be like, trust me, bro, I bring this on the flight the whole time. No, and like, let me, let me, but you know, bro, here you go. Like, I bring this on the flight the whole time. They don't care about this if you do it a certain way. And they like tricked them into it. And then he played the fool. And then all of a sudden, there's D'Angelo Russell, first time all-star. Like, bro, this, the coincidence of it all, you don't think like, bro, first time all-star carried your team. He's not that retarded, bro. 
He can't be that retarded. Even if his friend. Even if his friend. But, no, but that's just it. He can't be that To get his some caught up by a friend, that's just getting blinded by trust. So you don't think that could have been it? Because if that wasn't it and he just truly messed up like that, he might have already been off the weed. That's Stephen A. Smith. Stay <laughs> off the weed. Off the weed. <laughs> that video he was might have already been off of it. You know no, you saying? saw the most recent one. Too. Oh, yeah. He posted the day after. He's like, I told him to stay off the weed. <laughs> Bro, that's the only way you think that's a good idea. You might have already been off the drug. Oh, uh, my nigga was smoking some lace shit. He must have had some crack. He that probably, wasn't weird if he was retarded enough to try to sneak. That, bro, you know how many smell? I'm going to say this just because my homie owns a smoke shop and I work in that bitch too sometimes. It's like... Shout out to... Uh, shout out to my man. Hop, shout out to Hotbox Lawrenceville. You heard me. But, like... You know how many apparatuses there are that are smell-proof, small, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether it be bags or containers, Mm -hmm. like, whatever. And literally, some of the only stuff in the shop that people buy, and I look them in the eyes and I say, I'm just letting y'all know, it's a good container and it's almost smell-proof, but it's not smell-proof. Are, like, the Red Bulls or the Sprites or Mm -hmm. the fucking Arizona. Bro, I had one. Like, the shit. I mean, I I know a guy who had one. Mm Mom, if you're listening, uncle, aunts, man, fuck it. Whoever's listening, I'm sorry. You know, it was a time in life. Big gas. Big gas. Wedding wedding cake. Must think couldn't be contained. First off, when I smoke it, cannot be contained. Jesus Christ. Acting like one of these cans was going to stop it. You went to the Arizona can, my nigga. This is an NBA star. You think his gas would be stopped by Arizona can? What? He's only smoking that exotic. You heard me. And he thought a fucking Arizona container was... uh, You got to take the L of the day, nigga. Like, that's a big L. Like, Shaq, got, is he gonna be on Shaq in a fool? Oh, like, every got, every single thing. He's gotta be Shaq in a fool, Donkey of the Day, <laughs> like a bunch of stuff, bro. We're gonna give him that big L. We're gonna see. Angelo. <laughs> what, bro? We should have, like, a picture of big L. Like, if we get videos, like, a picture of big L, just, like, zoom in and zoom out really <laughs> Giving niggas the big L. All right, that was terrible. But, anyways, no, we support corny jokes on the off space. So. Nigga, you're retarded. Anyway, so we're going, like, speaking to D'Angelo Russell. That's all I could really say. But hopefully you keep balling out. I don't think it's really going to affect your money this summer, to be honest, still, because the way he balls so crazy. You, mean? you don't think it's going to? It's impossible it's going to affect I, his look money. Look how he's been balling. This I mean, like, oh my god, he's their future. He's their future right now. You think they're going to, that Max is already signed at this point? Oh my goodness, he's their franchise player right now. This man, I know he's so happy he got traded too, because he could become a franchise player on a team. And you get to live in New York and get a Max slot. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? And you're only going to get better. Shouts out to our fourth years. But, you know, uh, know speaking you. of basketball and the playoffs, and I know you got something to say about 30-year, my love, apparently, of 30-year players. This nigga love 30-year players, bro. Like, I heard the word 30-year so fucking much last year just because of Devin Booker, because this nigga have a Devin Booker love. Like, this nigga be like, bro, I'm just saying, a third year? Balling like this? The third year? I'm like, yes, nigga, he's a third year. D-Book, if you're ever listening to one of these on the off chance or some shit, you know what I'm saying, man, let's just hoop together, dog. <laughs> but just the playoffs that. went on. Um, some notable things that happened was Kyle Lowry pulled a Houdini trick, but he did come back for a second. So Kawhi ended up carrying this nigga across the promised land again. So they won again. Um, you talk about it like, I don't know. I don't know what everyone's disgust with the Raptors are, but go on. Bro, the Raptors are a booty cheeks team. They're, they're first Kawhi off, obviously, I don't think they're great. And I think they're fraudulent for how high of a seed they always Super get. Fraudulent. But they're not booty cheeks. They're Cause buns, if, Cause if we're gonna act like they're that shit, then what are you gonna say the other, Hawks are? Other than the, what, what are the Hawks? The, bro, I, I can't even talk about what the Hawks are on this podcast. <laughs> we're gonna talk about I'm gonna, use, I'm gonna use some words that niggas don't want to 
here coming out of my mouth to describe how ass <laughs> the Hawks are. So trust me, I got words for them too. The Raptors are fraudulent. Anyways, other than one player, mm-hmm. one player is the only reason that they have a shot. We're not doing that. Siakam hooping the first game. Siakam is hooping. Siakam is hooping. I will give it that. But... Yeah. Danny Green, nice. Stop. Anyway, Three point specialist. Anyway, bro, you're about to do this thing. Anytime this nigga Ezio say specialist, I already know that we're reaching. We're, re- we're reaching for content. <laughs> but it's a um, slow day in the office. It's a, it's a slow day in the office. But we have um, the Celtics, Bucks. I still think the Celtics are going to win that one. But I mean, like, it is looking a little scary. Scary hours on this series, to be honest. Definitely, still, even if the Bucks end up winning, though, I think our point was still proven that people wanted to act like it was going to be like a four or five game exit for the Bucks. So I mean, like, either way it goes, I'm not going to be upset because once again, Giannis is a Nigerian a descent, so I can't hate on a young African getting his money, even though he grew up full um, Greece, like yeah. whatever. But I mean, so we'll give him that. I'm going to the West. Um, the Rockets finally stole one, but I mean, I still think that's going to be now a five game exit instead of a four game exit, maybe a six game, but mm-hmm. I still think that's definitely like, come on now, it's KD. Like KD's balling out of control right the now. The thing is, we saw a moment where Clay wasn't doing it, Steph wasn't doing it. It's not that Steph wasn't, no, we're going to get to that in a second. Because I got dunk? words, I got words on that. That dunk? Nah, dude, first off, I've been one of the biggest, uh, biggest advocates for Steph Curry needs to be in the right conversation. And I'm never going to take away his skill level. But if there's one like aspect of Steph, Steph Curry that needs to be like talked on, it's his performance in the playoffs. Because I'm getting disgusted by this shit. I know there's the uh, the injury to like the le- uh, finger on his left hand and everything going on. That could be throwing things off and all this stuff. But like, there's at what point do you step up? You know what I'm saying? Like, It seemed like it was just a mental factor at that point. This is why I even feel so comfortable like speaking on like how I think he's fucking up. He blew a wide open dunk to make it at least like the three point game or something, so they could have maybe finesse something, you know? After that, Team Morale was so blown that they literally just let the clock run. Like, he could have literally lay up. You know what he, I'm saying? Just to get the points. Like, I think he forgot who he was for a moment there after like all the like bad shots and everything that was going on and like the misses and everything because. He was taken off like he was di- like Michael Jordan or some shit. Bro, this man definitely gross. forgot who he was. He's never hopped like that. Not even the All Star game or any game. I've seen the definite like I'm gonna make a two a strong two foot plant explode off of it and barely get the one hand over like a decent bit, but like I'm slamming down like that. This man never just randomly taken off like I'm dunking like this. Like and that was the moment. Too. He, I swear in his head he was like, oh I'm about to boost our morale. We're about to win this game. That was like, the moment too. And that was not the moment too. Trust me, I'm agreeing with you. He no. went up and then got. picture of him in the locker room like just so every time he walks in the locker room he gets reminded that he got hung so he never does that again oh. we never need to see that again i think this I next know. game is a deciding factor in like steph no for Curry's a big playoffs. one if steph doesn't step up this next game then we're gonna call him the fucking greatest shooter of all time in the regular season and in the postseason he's fucking brian scalabrini because he really is starting to look like brian scalabrini with a light skin white he's He's starting to look. <laughs> he's starting to look like a, a slightly upgraded Kyle Lowry. I ain't trying to. Nah, that's too much. I'm Jesus not Christ! Like this nigga's starting to look like Derek Fisher with. Never mind. But it's. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're not disrespecting the goat, Derek Fisher. Not legit though. And it's crazy because like, this is a defining moment because these tier players, these great 
athletes, there's moments where they're challenged where you know that next game decides it for them because if they don't step up, like, you're not that caliber player that you're talking about. Like, the KD with the Patrick Beverly's little midget ass guarding him and getting to him, and then he let the, he let the interviewers know, y'all know who I am, I'm Kevin Durant, and then he came off and he's been... Popping off beyond belief in the playoffs. Putting up an outstanding mm-hmm. performance. Like, he's, he's, it wasn't yeah, back to back 40 had, point games. He's had two 20 something point games since, I think, and the rest have been 30 to 40 point games. James Harden gets clawed in the face by dirty ass player Draymond Green. We're going to have to have a Draymond Green dialogue. Draymond eventually. Green is a walking fucking, um, a walking disease. I'm really? sorry. Draymond Green is musty. He <laughs> looks, yeah, like, we're going to be real about it at this point. Draymond Green looks musty. He acts he musty. He acts musty. That's the biggest thing that gets me. Like, it's all three things. And he plays musty. It's like, he checks off everything on the musto meter. Like, he's <laughs> super fucking musty. Like, everything about Draymond Green is musty. That stuff kills me. Like, yeah. it really kills me. And the fact that, I mean, he was clawing at Harden, busted eye. After all that, you know you he dug in like, his booty cheeks before he clawed at him. There's no way his eye got that pink. You know what I'm saying? Draymond is nasty enough that I really feel like he was digging in his cheeks before he clawed at that nigga. He went into the hustle. He went into the huddle and started I need clawing a- in his cheeks and started attacking James I need Harden. Some water. I, I need think a- that's for real what happened. 100%. And you know how James Harden responded the next game? Which I guess was this game. 40 plus points 40 plus points performance this man's going stupid like these are just moments where players rise up and decide to let you know who the fuck they are but it's so we'll see but then um moving on to the greater brother the greater brother of the two to be honest Seth Curry (laughs) was balling out of control in the Blazers game even though they ended up losing let's just keep let's just keep it a whole stack let's keep it a whole stack the Blazers have been in two of the best series of this playoff so far, but back to back. What? For sure. The Blazers. The Blazers are in the hardest series. You know what I'm saying? Like the Blazers are in both of the hardest series. Because everyone's acting like the Blazers are a top team in the West, and obviously sure. everybody who's in the playoffs is a top team in the West. Consider. I mean, even in like postseason contenders, they're a top team, and they just got slept on. So I'm not gonna lie. I thought OKC would pull it out, but I thought it'd be pulled out in seven because they're nice. I didn't see this coming. So I'm. Oh, damn time. You didn't see damn time coming? I didn't see it. Five games. <laughs> no, it's not. Five no, games. no, it's not going to You saw that buzzer beater coming? No. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Nick, you saw Rodney Hood hooping like this coming? No one saw Rodney Hood. <laughs> no one on this planet saw Rodney Hood hooping. Like I haven't that. seen this man make a three since 2016. And so, Seth Curry came off off the bench, though, with like, wasn't it 16 and a half? Something what? like that. This man hit the buzzer beater, the float off buzzer beater. Stop buzzer it. beater three. Stop it. So Seth Curry is the greater brother for now. Um, Steph Curry is really just a Seth Curry clone that can't make dunks. So that's just what we're gonna call him until he shows up. Hopefully he shows up next game. Steph's <laughs> got to get a dunk next game for sure. He's got to get an open dunk. He's gonna try again to redeem himself. You know it. Steph's the type to try to redeem himself yeah. on whatever it is. He could tell the clown shit. So, if they're up a lot, though, he's not going to try to fuck up his yeah, He's team. not going to blow the game for him. But, um, just another thing that was outstanding that I did see this week was the Spider-Man trailer. Who put you on? You put me on, nigga. I'll, I'll give a shout out to the Spider-Man trailer. So, we're going to go ahead and say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, 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 alert. <laughs> just because of the fact that there are endgame spoilers that were in this trailer, they obviously made reference to the fact that Tony passed, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of, this was kind of um, going to be Peter's coming of age kind of thing. 
mm-hmm. know, where it seems like of him like accepting his role and his title in the world and becoming kind of more of like he's he's growing up. Yeah, he's growing up. He's becoming more of like a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, you could try to see he doesn't want to be, but it's kind of forced upon him. The Nick Fury just being yeah. in the corner show was fine. No, you already see he doesn't want to be. He's getting forced upon. Yeah, he, this man's trying to duck Nick Fury in the trailer. This nigga hit deny on a Nick Fury call. This nigga was posted in his fucking he, room like, oh, you denied my call, nigga. He thought he could really avoid him. First off, no the one fact avoids that Nick, Nick Fury. Fury snuck off on Spider-Man with Spidey senses, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let that sink in. Let that sneak. Spidey senses being quite literally in the top five most OP attributes in superhero history. Mm-hmm. And you Nick Fury just right. still... I'm here. I'm here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was fine. I can't wait for that movie just because I loved Homecoming a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is going to be even better. And especially because this is going to be like one of the transitionary periods and like them moving on. It's something that I'm excited for and I'm ready to look into. Do you have much else to say about um, it? I'm just I mean, excited. I, mean, I always got like good things to say about Spider-Man because I just feel like this is the best Spider-Man depiction that we have ever seen and will probably ever see. Considering I don't think they're going to keep rebooting things with, you know, how big of a success these movies were. And so, I think that moving forward, I know there was some multiverse kind of discussions. I don't want to go too much in it. But it's going to be kind of cool to see in this movie if they uh, bring in some things like they do for, like, Into the Spider-Verse. Or, like, other, I guess, animated depictions I've seen of, like, uh different universe of Spider-Man's coming in so I'm just excited to see how this plays out because I have full faith in Marvel at this point their movies do not disappoint me besides Thor the Dark World (laughs) so it does show that we have a chance to get into the multiverse stuff which is really cool or just to see like they do like bringing little easter eggs from the comics out which you've noticed like throughout like the whole stint of Marvel ruling this shit superhero wise Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see what they do like really really and especially like excited to see how they incorporate the passing of Tony like that's one big thing for me Mm -hmm. because you know they're gonna do something eventually I hope they don't do it so fast like I hope they give it a few years to make people really think he's gone forever you Mm -hmm. know until they do the AI shit which of course I'm I'm assuming you know they're gonna mention Tony's death in every Marvel movie moving forward too because you have to have how each character grieves I just realized for sure but I mean I guess if that's it for Spider-Man yeah it's GOT time and I guess now we're actually back. Um, that was a little awkward intermission, but some people are a little impatient <clears throat> and like to barge into rooms. Hey, no, man. You know, sometimes you got to take care of real big business. Real big was, business. <laughs> that's what was going on. But, you know, I think we were transitioning into our final segment and that you already know what talk it is right spoiler now. Spoiler alert. Even though we've already spoiler alert. That's an ugly We got a spoiler alert. alert. Every fucking time we speak about the show because y'all like to bitch about me and spoilers even though I don't be First spoiling First off, shit. you got to at me. No, bitch Nigga, I'll at you right now, pussy. You spoiled it thirty minutes into like nine thirty. It's already spoiled for me. I couldn't even finish. I didn't spoil shit though. I said Brienne was horny. How's that, that spoiling it? That was a that was what did I say? Why is that on your mind right now? <laughs> <laughs> Why was Brienne so fucking horny, bro? I'm just I'm sorry, bro. She was indubiously horny. Dude, it's 30, <laughs> it's 35 years of buildup. How old is she? I don't know. She owed it hell. This is definitely, you know, there's good reason. But, I mean, the episode was, there was a lot of cool moments. Right. And well, to be honest. One thing we're going to speak on is, why are they doing this rushed ass shit where everybody that's a virgin got to get porked? Because they're just season. trying to end the show. And I don't get it because, like, you guys really could have just done this right for two more seasons. You know what? I guess we're already going to hop into it. Because there's been a lot of great moments, and I'm happy to see things that I've expected to see finally play out. And to be honest, I've been disappointed a lot. 
This season has been too fucking rushed. We're four episodes in now, and I feel like I've not gotten four episodes worth of quality from a show that went on a year and a half hiatus of production. I feel like this has been incredibly rushed. I blinked and they were in King's Landing from fucking Winterfell. Like, it's not even on some, like, fake, like, try and make me feel like they went on a voyage Did you see now. the Amelia Clark video where they were talking about this being the best season? And then she was like, haha, best season, right? And then just went back onto the interview. Like, it seems like even the stars low-key knew this was right. And they're just trolling? They're just trolling at this point. Dude, there was a Starbucks cup in it. Like, bro, y'all, y'all wait us wait two years... And that's when you're supposed to refine the details. And there was a goddamn Starbucks cup in the episode. Y'all niggas don't Ew, care about first us. Off, no, no, Y'all no. don't care about no, us. First off, there's a lot of reasons to hate Daenerys now. And I get that. But you're a professional, Amelia Clark. You had time to realize in the middle of the shoot, guys, we gotta pause. We gotta do this right. I got my cup still in front of me. She just let that bitch bro, play out. And the thing is, though, some blame goes to her, of course. But, bro, I can't even do that to just her, though. Because these guys have many people who watched it. Yeah. 300 people watched all of this film over and over again. Twitter found and it before. Twitter them. instantly saw the cup? Stop! I don't want Game of Thrones to join the list of shows that went on long and elite and had shitty endings, but it looks like this this show is slowly going to do it. And I want to have faith these next two episodes that they're going to do something right. It's going to be cool. But I mean, like, I really, at this point, and don't get me wrong, this season's been cool, but it's like, it's been two years. This season's supposed to be great. You know what I'm saying? To round it out, it's supposed to be great. And I know things can happen differently than you assumed, and that's cool, but bro, y'all can't throw this mid out every episode, bro. Y'all can't throw this mid out every episode, bro. There's two more. Bro, and, like, the worst part is, and not the worst part, like, there was a lot of, like, annoying parts. I understand why Miss Ande's last words and stuff were, like, Dracar is supposed to, like, send, you know, her uh, best friend, quote-unquote, over the edge and, like, let him know, like, burn it down. And she's just going to be, like, you know, kind of pushing her when she's already kind of been going over the edge, like, you know, fuck it all. I'm just going to, like, tear everything down, you know? But my man Grey Worm didn't get to beat. He didn't get to embrace the love of his life. No. Go on the voyage with her. Go back no, to her he homeland. To, he got to be and, as well as he can be. Yeah, they had okay, that night that's together. True. You know and, what I'm saying? This nigga don't have a dick, bro. <laughs> they was dry humping each other. And he didn't He didn't get to do a lot of things. Imagine, say that. bro, bro. Imagine what you got to look forward to is dry humping your queen until she nuts and you don't even get off. Yeah, it's a rough life, man. This nigga only can eat her out, bro. She's living the life. She was living the life. She only gets pleased. He wanted to go back to her town. He was trying to to do all of this. He was trying to take her... Bro, he was trying to vacation. He even did the vacation setup. He's like, we don't need this baby girl. He didn't get... Let's get out of here. And he didn't even get her last words. What? She did. This is why women ain't shit, bro. You know what? <laughs> Which one's worse, women or Game of Thrones? Cause I've had enough of both at this point. <laughs> I had enough. I'll stick to my stomach. Dracarys. Oh, and bro. shout out to Tyrion though. He had a pretty cool scene hopping off the boat, hitting the wall into oh, the yeah. water. <laughs> bro, it's funny that we really are fortune tellers here on this podcast, and Ezigo can attest to this point that I've been talking about Daenerys is about to be the Mad Queen. For at least two years now. At least two years now. And niggas was like, nah, they're other way, what? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she's clearly Targaryen blood. You could see she's power hungry. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, all this stuff. People are like, I mean, a little power hungry, but it's, I mean, she's a good queen. Like, blah, blah. I'm like, nigga, they're not gonna go to sleep and wake up mad. Like, it's gotta be a built up. <laughs> and it looks like we, we about there. Cause this bitch, 
is about to give up a three dragon lead. How do you have three dragons? Yo, shout and it looks out, like you're about I don't to know if I saw that. I'm not sure if that was a Kyle Palmer original or not. That was a good tweet by Kyle. But that was Palmer, hilarious. For sure. That was hilarious. But bro, you you know you have three dragons, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. So then you lose one because Aaron Rodgers decides to throw a Hall of Fame pass at your dragon. All right, cool. So then, boom. You decide, hey, all of my soldiers are hurt, but at least I got dragons on some dummy shit, like some bozo shit. Like, Migas haven't known this for the better part of years. Like, they really, like, like they were just going to accept defeat. The whole realm knows you have dragons now, bitch. They haven't been trying to figure it out. You can't go on it like a crutch no more. And then you're still like, boom, all right, my niggas are injured, but fuck it, I'm going to still ride out, ride out, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of just letting niggas rest for a week and then going, because it would have been the same people. I promise you it would have been the same people, right? So then all these people that already peeped know you're stupid and know that you're about to head out are waiting and ready for you. We're not going to talk about how corny it is, though, that Cersei low-key is telepathic because there's no way that she would have predicted, like, every single time, like, where y'all niggas is going to be. Exactly, like, over the water. Like, Like, they wouldn't have just been like, was that the fastest route? I don't have a map of Westeros on me, but, like, was that the fastest route? (laughs) It couldn't have gone over land. So we're going to skirt over that. But you're not going to think that niggas is going to be ready for dragons by this point. Because they saw a dragon be vulnerable. They saw a fucking Drew Brees in the fourth quarter trying to win the game, throw the pass at the dragon, and it hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've seen a lot. They saw the arrows already flying like earlier. Yeah. So, of course, they're ready for dragons now. And so you come in head on with your only two secret weapons left just for one to instant get yopped. That nigga got killed so quick. <laughs> that nigga so got killed so quick. Quickly. That was mercy. They've merciless. been doing that dragon dirty all season. Bro, they've been doing that dragon musty. Bro, so oh, much riddled with holes already. This man's just flying. Then you don't even let this nigga get patched up, bro. You say, you know what? Just learn how to fly with a hole, nigga. We out. Come on, we're doing this. I think he learns how to fly episode, just to get yoppered. You can't dodge with a hole in your wing. It's corny because next episode they're about to implement something that would have taken half a season to create prior, but they're gonna make dragon armor. And so they're you think about so? oh, because I saw a scene where it's like. Uh, I can't remember dudes and you're on like staring up into the sky and it's like he's he's confused like he's bewildered and the, it makes you think what would really like throw him in that much of confusion or like just make him go into awe for like type of person he is and like the fact that he already feels like it's GG he really feels like they're on the winning end like they have everything figured out that's if they're cornered and they don't know how to react two so I think I it saw. really is like the there's armored two, dragon there's two in. theories I've saw, seen one it's either the armored dragon which it could very much be because that makes way more sense than the second theory I heard. Two, which the second theory is actually retarded, so I don't even know if I want to say this out loud because I sound kind of stupid. But people are saying that Euron was looking up, kind of spooked, because they've learned how to... They've, they've got more dragons. Not, like, just randomly... Like, people are on some, like, cloned type shit or, like, figured out, like, maybe on some, like, crazy magic, like, whatever. But, like, he's looking up and he's like... Oh. From what side? That's what, I don't know. Nah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm Armor not gonna. Dragon I'm not gonna. Way too much sense. I'm not gonna dead that like it's impossible because nothing's impossible. But that seems like a tinfoil theory if I've ever seen it. Or or really, it could. I, the only reason I see multi dragons again, it could be on the um, branch shit like you said before. Mm-hmm. But what if he can take the life of? What if he could take up something dead and he didn't know? Yeah, and he control. I'm just saying, if that happens, it really is the off space for Dick's all, you know. Because then that would be nuts. Hey, man. And then that's a dragon that John rides. I'm gonna go. his brother. T- I would frame that. 
I would frame it and I'd post it in my in my room. <laughs> He'd be like, I called it. Like y'all. No one else believed in me. <laughs> Brand can't be this used. Now that was a dope moment of the whole show though, and like they're like dis- disclosing, I guess that the, well, John's trying to disclose to his sisters what's really going on, and you know they just pan over to Brand and he just looks at him like it's your choice. <laughs> like this man's just sitting here like I got Bro, the tea. Well, I know. First, th- first things first about um, awesome this, thing, these yeah. niggas knowing the tea. It's they gave it to literally the Perez Hilton of the show, <laughs> fucking Varys. Oh my! They goodness. gave it to the Gossip Girl, like the, <laughs> you the know, what I'm saying? Like, the only like, person that in no shape, fashion, or form was ever gonna make you the promise. That's TV. how you know Santa's smart because she told the one person on this planet that would tell Varys, mm-hmm. which is Tyrion, mm-hmm. because they he discusses everything with Varys, and it's like, but that's the and individual and that's Sansa, never going to. Keep and Sansa it. knows that Varys is going to tell everyone. I for sure because you could tell Sansa's kind of gone on her boss bitch like I'm gonna have it go my way type shit so she's trying to make it her way Mm -hmm. which is a lot of people's way kind of because you could tell people I mean it's Daenerys' nightmare but it looks like the truth that people would rather Jon be the king even though Jon doesn't want to be the king I I know it's probably gonna end up like Jon sitting on the Iron Throne but I saw something and I know uh, the show always does this foreshadowing and so Tyrion kept on mentioning the uh, him and her like ruling together the king and queen ruling together like both making equal decisions type of thing and I saw a tweet again from like a friend to you talking about something that kind of threw it in my head maybe it's not like a Daenerys and John, but what happens if you know Daenerys obviously I think she's going to die John and his like strong will of not trying to have the throne gives it up even when he finally gets his claim or something and all like said and done nice and if no and if, yeah or goes like past the wall and like starts going back to like the wildlings and then what's really left, though, is Sansa and Tyrion, like, king and queen of their own. That would be nuts. That would be on some left field shit. Just because, I mean, if George R. R. Martin did give them a skeleton, I'm expecting the actual winners to be something that we can't predict. Or maybe we can. Who knows? But it's just like he's one of those artists that he will sleep great at night having Cersei as queen. You know what I'm saying? Just as, like, something that no one wanted, no one can predict. He doesn't give a fuck about us. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the one... You saw how he killed Ned. You know what I'm saying? You saw the Red Wedding. Like, we've seen multiple moments in this show where he clearly doesn't give a shit about us. They make points... They make sense to the show, though. And, like, I know a lot of stuff can be left field, but I'm starting to limit some things that they could even do re- realistically for the show. Because if Cersei remains on the throne even after all is said and done, while that'd be, like, a cool left field, I feel like that's almost, like, an impossible left field at this point. Is anything impossible, especially in this rushed ass show? And the <laughs> Starbucks cup in the frame isn't impossible, so I don't know what is. You're right. So then, the one shout out we're gonna give is to my nigga John for giving that Ode to Legends OG speech at the beginning. That shit was mm. so fucking hard. That just, was tough. Just for this nigga to be a bitch the rest of the show. But that shit was so fu- the rest of the episode. He found his queen. No, no, because <laughs> just no, 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 no. This nah, we're not gonna make you look like a bad person. No, bro. we're not gonna. We're no, not gonna. No, take I that see away. this. Let's go try to spin the narrative. Chuk is the bad guy. No, 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 no. I mean, y'all John, know. John looked like a big bitch because of the fact that he couldn't stand on his own ten. 100 couldn't stand on his own 10 just because that's his queen like First no off, fuck you nigga like I'm gonna say what I gotta say John has a great battle sense and a like, great sense for like everything going on like the wars and whatnot. and he didn't even want to like slightly throw out that you know rushing this battle and stuff might be a bad idea he was like nah we're ready to ride whenever cause he was trying so hard to prove his loyalty yeah. to her and but so, at the end of the day I, no, I understood where it was coming from but he should but have looked out for his like, people more exactly you know like be real though you know 
Like, we're tired. Like, she has a whole army to sleep. Bro, so we, we just fought the dead, And y'all bro. saw the new mountain. You don't know how many of those they have. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's, like, create a players, you know? Like, <laughs> they got 99 fucking max sliders on everything. You got the sliders all the way up on the mountain, but niggas still rushed out there. Are y'all serious? You got your rabbit-ass mind. Impossible. Like, what? Bro, they just fought the dead for a very long, short night. You know? They're tired. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know... I pretty much had everything I needed to say on this show. I'm excited to see the last two episodes, obviously, because of how much the show has meant and how like good it's been for the years that it's been on air. But it is kind of making me sad the direction they're going and the way it's going out. Just seeing how it's obviously rushed. And yeah. Because like, I called this. I tried to tell people, I was like, there's no way in six episodes, no matter how long they are, they can't rush at all. But people are like, have faith. And you know what? I even got moved on to that side of having faith. But we're slowly starting to see, like, nah, it really mm-hmm. was rushed. But the thing is... And I, I hate to bring it back because it keeps going into tangents. Especially, I don't want, I don't want to. But I feel like they could have done it right. I've seen stuff like series of shows that get brought back or whatever. They get canceled, but them getting canceled is really like okay, you have a finale episode or movie, but that's your last chance. Like that's all you got, so make it right. And the thing is, if that's what was going on, even though there's no way because you know how big Game of Thrones is, they're just really trying to end it. They had six episodes to make it right. They had hours to make it right. Like, if you had to do it in one big movie and make it, like, the right play, I don't know if they've been doing it No, the thing is, though, even in that six hours, just just genuinely, bro, it's like a fucking Naruto or, like, a One Piece. I know we're big anime people, but those are the only things off the top of my head that I could think of that were just, like, dumb long, bro, Mm -hmm. right? That's like if they told you that One Piece is to end in six episodes. I don't know. I don't think so. It's similar. I'm not saying it's to that degree, but I'm just saying there was so much fucking stuff left undiscovered yeah. and untold that six, no matter how you twisted it, bro, was not gonna do it. I, I get it that. wasn't gonna do I it. I get that. They could have done it more justice, though. No, for sure. I'll agree with you and say they could have done it more justice, 110, percent bro. But uh, we're but, agreeing it's rushed. But, rush. but, but they, I'm saying they're, they're, they're trying to wrap it like that. Of course, rushed. it's gonna be rushed. But how well are you gonna make the rush? They could you know? have even like, bro. They needed at least two seasons. One piece. One piece. I'm saying there's a lot of shit in One Piece that's left untold. Twenty too. years type thing, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm telling. And they you. think, and they're not even close to the end. And they, say, <laughs> they said you got a season to finish it up. Be real, this it's not the same. It's similar. It's similar. It's not the same. It's not even close. It's we're being similar. Honest, it's it's not even, no, we're not about to do on some anime shit right now. But we love you guys. Y'all need to understand that one. Every one of our viewers is the greatest people on the planet. We already think that. Y'all already know. Family to us. But two, word of mouth is the strongest thing on this planet. And so one thing is we're not going to beg people to push our podcast because this is just something we know and we've noticed, like we've genuinely noticed that it's been spreading at a decent pace on its own, mm-hmm. just off of the love of the people that really fuck with it and fuck with us. Something I wouldn't have seen coming like this. And I'm very appreciative of everyone who. So we give a shout out to all of those people, a shout out to the people that at their own fruition just have told their friends, family, like whatever, just because you don't have to do stuff like that. And I know it's free and it's easy to do, but it's like that's still someone taking up their own time to, you know, push us. So shout out to y'all. Until next time, this is episode 16 of The Off Space. I'm Chuka Offer. I'm Ezigo Offer. And this this is The Off Space. Space. Yes, sir. I'm that nigga. (laughs) What? (laughs)